0: What's up, party people? This is Ian Lenhart coming at you from Santa Monica, California, and letting you know that it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. And the word of the day today is I want everybody that's on listening to this podcast to think about who in their life would they love to just be able to sit down and pick the brain up. You know, it could be a scientist, a researcher, a successful entrepreneur, whoever it may be. I encourage you to reach out to that person and interview them. It could be on Facebook, it could do a Facebook Live, do an Instagram. Instagram live it could be through a podcast whatever the platform is I want you to reach out and interview that person because every single time you ever reach out and talk to somebody that you envy and admire you always learn something and that something is then going to go and build your brain bank. And when you got a really nice brain bank, you can pull amazing ideas out of, increase your communication. In today's world, communication is power. And the more good facts that you can pop into this bad boy, the better the engine's going to go. So I want everybody to reach out to somebody new today, interview them, get to know them, and learn from them. We always need to learn. We always need to grow. It's what we do as humans. And I am super excited to have my friend Emily on the show. I first met Emily I actually saw her speaking on stage and let me tell you she lit it up absolute fire I mean it was one of the best presentations I've I've likely ever seen I mean just the amount of energy and the sincerity in her voice was incredible, so obviously you know I had to get her on the podcast. And the story of Emily tells you that if you want anything badly, getting it is not impossible. Today, a self-made millionaire, a success coach, and a motivational speaker, Emily is inspiring people all around the world. She is an iconic seven-figure income earner in the direct sales industry and a marketing professional who has an expertise in building brands. What I love about Emily is just how intentional and sincere she is. I mean, she's just always moving, forward. She never gets comfortable. She never gets complacent. She just always wants to get to that next step. It's super, super inspiring. And I actually recorded this uh, interview in this podcast at Emily's spot in Santa Monica. It's really cool that we're both in the area. So this is going to be a very special episode. Make sure you have your notepad out because it's about to get real. In this episode, we discussed how to break into your power and guarantee your success, how to not get comfortable and always strive for the next goal, how to destroy one's ego and not let it get in the way, and how to encapsulate all your favorite things and build your brand. As always, you can watch this podcast with Emily and I live on YouTube. And without further ado, episode 95 with Emily Vavra, let's jump into it. We're live. Emily is in the building. What's up, Emily? How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Living the dream. We're out here in Santa Monica on the beach. Like, on the beach. On the beach. Looking like, at the ocean. Looking at the ocean. The ocean's looking back at us like, <laughs> ain't no visitors today. We got the Rona coming in hot. <laughs> weird times. Very weird. Very weird. Weird, but exciting. Yeah. Because it's one of the few times in life that we're able to get stuff done that we've been putting off.
1: Exactly.
0: And I'm just going to tee this up. You know, we do a pretty epic introduction when we start these, these episodes, but I am very excited to talk to you. I first saw you actually speaking at the GoPro event. Okay. And like for you can work a stage, okay? Thank when you. when you get the mic in your hand, I mean, you're just like your energy, but you're serious, your your raw passion. Oh. You can't teach that stuff. And you're amongst just such a small group of humans that has built a brand and built a network so big, mm-hmm. so vast to the point where you got you're on like every freaking news channel across <laughs> the nation. People just they can't get enough of you. And it's just because you're relentless. Like most people would stop where you're at and you just keep going. Is that Mm. just always been your your mojo?
1: Mm. Yeah. You know, I just, I believe there's, we all have so much unlimited, untapped potential within us. And for me, my journey thus far being 10 years in network marketing, entrepreneurship, I've always focused on getting better every day like never complaining and blaming other people, but just getting better. And what I've realized is, oh my gosh, there's like unlimited potential inside of all of us. And even within myself, and I just love every day, like, what can I work on today? How can I get better today? Who can I serve today? And just showing up in that way. And that's what I've just continued to do. And that's where the greatest fulfillment is is just getting better and, and impacting lives
0: in terms of like the like the status when you kind of got this journey started and you might have gotten involved in a direct sales company or you had mm-hmm. your first entrepreneurial itch do you feel like it's kind of always been in your blood like give us the you know the, the backtrack of you know pre the emily everybody knows mm-hmm. today to back when I, I mean, i'm thinking straight high school job yeah. what you working
1: yeah absolutely i was raised by a single mom I was the baby and you know growing up really fast we had an abusive guy live in our house for a long time and finally my mom just got rid of all that but in in that growing up in that i learned a lot i was by myself a lot so the only thing i really had was a connection to god and the light to just get through certain times and um once we moved past that in our life i you know, connected to a local church and found so much peace in that. And, you know, growing up, my mom always taught we treat everyone the same, whether it's the janitor or the CEO. And, um, you know, so I was my class president and loved everyone the same, whether the the jocks, the skaters, you know. Um, Even though myself, I was an athlete, I played volleyball. Um, But then, honestly, like when high school was done, I didn't know what I wanted to do had no idea. My brother and sister both went to college. My brother's a pilot. My sister's a teacher. And I was like, what do I want to do with my life? I don't know. So I was like, what's the quickest thing I could do? That's literally what I searched. I'm like, oh, I'll do massage therapy. So I did that um, landed a job with one of the top doctors in Minnesota when I was 19. And then that's where I started to learn like, wow, how do you, how do I talk to wealthy people? How do I run a practice? Oh, I don't just want to do the massage. I want to like answer the phones. I want to run this place. And so he gave me that freedom to learn and work my way up. And that's what I started to do. And, but I quickly realized there, like, I'm still paycheck to paycheck. I'm still trading time for money. Until I found network marketing.
0: Mm. What a beautiful story. I'm just gonna move that right there. Okay. Oof, that's all. Okay. But that's amazing and that's interesting because it's like a lot of people can relate to that story. You might have siblings that choose a particular path. I know for me, my brother went into the med school world mm. and now today he's a surgeon and he's like all in yeah, you know, that world. And then yeah. when you get into this whole entrepreneurship deal, you're not making any money, you don't know what you're doing. Right and i love the direct sales industry because it's sort of like this gateway drug into entrepreneurship right absolutely it's like your first hit and you're like Uh get another hit
1: yeah yeah and there's so much personal development involved with it and that's something i didn't have before i didn't read books about money mindset and all this stuff so when i first got involved all my mentors were throwing me these books and it was just like, Oh my gosh, like I can control my future. What do you mean? I have limiting beliefs. What do you mean? And yeah, I just got addicted to it. And you know, I was always the one though with my head in the clouds. I don't know if you're like the dreamer of your family and I'm, I was, I was the off one. You know what I mean? Like that's my siblings would make fun of me. Like she dreams all the time and whatever. And um, you know, when I first started, making no money. How long are you going to do this for? Are you okay? I literally had people say to me, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? Like at family Christmas. And I was like, screw off. Like I'm more than okay. And, um, you know, it didn't feel good until I actually started to succeed, of course, but you know, it was those those times were kind of difficult. You know, having people poke mm. at you. I don't know if you ever had that,
0: but right, no, I, I totally. I mean, I think anybody that's gotten to any what level of that success is going to get poked, mm-hmm. and it's, you're going to go through that roller coaster. Where, like, I feel like a big determining factor with people that make it in direct sales is like, you know, when you get to the point where maybe you had a lot of success, right? Mm-hmm. And then typically it's like this roller coaster. You hit it big, and then I don't know if this is your story, but then you almost lose a portion of it or a sizable amount of it. Mm -hmm. And you begin to question yourself, like, did I just get lucky? Did I just do this? Do you remember a certain point in your career when you like vividly understood that you were removing luck out of the factor and you were just ensuring your success by becoming this person that you've become? Mm. You know what I mean? Like taking doubt all out of it, like doing the things every day that if if I threw you onto the street... Tomorrow you're going to hustle your way right back into this beautiful view again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I quickly in my first year started to treat my network marketing business like a like a legitimate business. Like I as if I invested millions into it. I switched my brain. And you know, it's a the barrier to entry for those of you that are listening that aren't familiar is very low. That's why a lot of people don't treat this profession like a profession. But I really treated it as one. And so with that being said, you know, with that mindset, it was like I own the company. I worked as if I owned the company. And that's why, you know, I did a million at twenty six, you know, being the youngest millionaire in my company because of that mindset. And so even today I still have that mindset. You know, I, I it's just in, ingrained into me um, to work hard and to lead by example. And I'm the kind of person that I can't go up there and stand on stage and tell someone to do something if I'm not doing it. Like, it just does not feel right at all. So I knew when leading a team, even when I did have the money to sit back and do nothing, and today I could do nothing. <laughs> I never have to work a day in my life, honestly. But I, could not get on a call. I could not get on a training and still stand up tall and tell people what to do if I wasn't doing it myself.
0: And it's only just starting. I mean, your life and your career is just starting, which is crazy because you have this background that's so cemented and you've kind of learned in age 30 years what most people would have done. And you're how old today?
1: 32. Yeah, that's
0: insane. Yeah. What up? You know, Yeah. I mean, to be able to have that type of education, because that's Mm. really what it is. It's an education.
1: Right, 100%, I've learned so much. I've just condensed it by having mentors, by moving faster, by failing faster. Like that's just what I've done is I've wasted no time.
0: Mentors, man. I just, Everything. Mentors are the best. They're I mean, best. having really good mentors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you speaking on stage about some of your mentors that have just like really pushed you in the right direction mm-hmm. and just getting you to dream bigger. Do you feel oh, like, yeah. do you remember a time when you first kind of made that commitment to having a mentor? Not just like your friends that are mentors, but like, I don't know maybe hiring coaching or something like Mm -hmm. did you do anything of that sort that really helped you level up
1: yeah yeah i was getting kind of stagnant and bored in in my profession and i hired somebody to push me and they were like you're not even a fraction of what you could be you're not that cool i mean they just like everything i needed they gave me and and that's when i realized wow like i can play such a bigger game and it's just so it's so important so I have mentors for business and then spiritual mentors as well, all different facets now like I'm always just looking for somebody who's ten steps ahead of me that can push me pour into me um, yeah it's 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 so important and I think so many people get flatline because they think they've made it and they feel comfortable and there's always another level there's always another area of your soul that you haven't tapped. Mm. And if you're just willing to go there and keep working on yourself and getting better and having things that push you there's no limits and that's what i've just tried to continue to do
0: that's so interesting i just uh our most recent podcast was with this really big youtuber named matthew santoro so he's built like 6.1 million youtube subscribers oh when like the youtuber of the year award back in 2015 and he was telling us how you know, he was making like six figures a month. His life was on the top and he had never been more depressed ever. Mm. And it's like interesting because I think it was the co-founder of his Naval, um, the co-founder of Angelist, I believe. Okay. And he said that you have to get wealthy to realize that wealth isn't, you know, the answer. So now, true. with that said, I think everyone would agree. They'd rather cry on a jet ski yeah. than, you know, chilling out. But the point is, is like this development journey. I mean, it's just... It's a journey, right? And it's like, if we're not pursuing a goal, we just get stagnant. We get Mm. sad. We get overwhelmed.
1: It's so true. It is so true. There was a moment where I was like, is this it? Is this all there is? And a mentor said to me, they're like, you need another mountain to climb. That's how you're designed. And right now you're at the top of a mountain and you need to figure something else out because for you, it's all about the journey and the quest and I would not agree more. I mean, it's unbelievable how dead on that was. And I even went as far as like going to Uganda and Africa cause I was like, okay, there's gotta be more. I've got, you know, uh, Bentley uh, by the time I was 30, you know, couple houses, like this isn't it. This literally isn't it. I would, the ego. I would rather freaking walk, you know, honestly. And so I went to Africa and slept in a little hut and, you know, like took a shower with a bucket of water and got there with those little kids and went to the, you know, the, the schools that we helped fund and saw them get tested for HIV and just got to be with them and I was like this is it like this is I need to make more money so I can give more away and make more of an impact and that's what it's about and like look at all the change that we can do you know just by funding these programs and doing all this stuff and that's that was the another level for me I was like oh shit this is this is so we're just getting started because there's so much to do there's absolutely so much to do and and I I feel like I was given a gift and it's up to me to fulfill that promise to God. And I I need to like continue to stretch. I need to continue to go there. I need to continue to make an impact at the end of the day. That is the fulfillment is the absolute fulfillment is having somebody say, oh my gosh, because of you, I, I went an extra mile because of Mm -hmm. you. I tried this because of you. I love myself more because of you. I see something different. Like to me, that is what this is all about is contribution
0: and that's what I admire about you so much I mean your ability to tap into this health and wellness world and not just you know put your toes in to dive all in i mean you yeah. you help people every single day with your advice that you're giving and you become this expert in health and wellness mm-hmm. you know the news channels are calling <laughs> it's here's it's emily and she's <laughs> like what up y'all happy quarantine <laughs> here we are <gasps> what's your skincare routine girl shoot, let me tell you shoot. you yeah. know meditation relaxation, all these things mm-hmm. you're doing where did that love for your your health come from and mm-hmm. and Let's just start there.
1: Yeah. You know, like I said, I grew up with a single mom. We ate, you know, processed foods galore, ice cream, pizza, all of it, whatever was quick, cheap, fast. Um, So after high school, when I went to Aveda for massage, it's a lot of holistic health. And so, and then I started to figure out like, wow, like my body's changing. I wasn't playing volleyball anymore. So I dove into books, Eat Clean Diet, Oxygen Magazine. And that's when I fell in love with fitness and working out I would go to the local LA fitness at 5am and like learn how to lift weights. And I just got so into it, so into it. And like, everyone needs to learn this stuff. I didn't grow up knowing any of this stuff. I had no idea what eating clean was like and how you could feel and how it could change your confidence. And, and then, then that, because I'm all in or I'm all out that went to competing in fitness America for a year and fitness universe. And I just needed something to work for. And, um, and then that led me into my business today, cause it's health and wellness. And if you don't have your health, what do you have? Mm. You know, like I meet people that could do so much greater if they would just take care of their health, they would be so much more confident on stage if they would just take care of their health. They'd have so much more mental clarity if they would just take care of their health. Right. And so to me, it's like, that is the foundation of everything right? That's our temple. And so I'm just so passionate about just like teaching people about it and, uh, you know, because then they can do so much more.
0: It's so interesting. I recently got this thing called an aura ring. Yeah. Check it out. It's a, dude, what is that? So It's like a Fitbit but for your finger in a yeah. sense. And it tracks like your sleep patterns. It tracks your daily activity. And it tracks like your overall readiness skill. So based on your resting heart rate and all these other stuff. So I'm going to totally turn you on to this thing. I want it. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting because I've been realizing like everything that I eat literally affects my sleep score. If I eat too close before I go to bed, I have a, like a mm, crappier sleep. If I yeah. If I eat something like like a fat burrito, right? Before, yeah. Like two hours before bed, I get a crappy sleep. Right. Um. So it's just interesting how technology is allowing us to understand our bodies more than so ever before
1: cool. i want that i was just talking to a friend about that i was like stop eating so close to bed like it's, he does, it's it, changed everything it, for me it, like, really everything yeah so I, is there like an app then
0: yeah there's an app oh
1: my god yeah I, we need i'm
0: it. literally gonna show you this app it's okay fantastic. i like want this now yeah, it literally tracks your and i know i'm not sponsored by these guys no. but it'll we tell just you share what we love so like you can scroll on the bottom
1: On the bottom,
0: it shows you your readiness score. On the bottom, it says your sleep score. Like how much REM sleep you got, how much deep sleep you got, how much light sleep you got.
1: Okay, I want this because I swear I need a lot of sleep. You know how some people are like, oh, I can rock on five hours and I'm gold? Psychos. Psychos. (laughs) I know that I need seven to eight hours of, or maybe it's, maybe I need to study this. Maybe it's just the deep sleep because... I can tell a dramatic difference if I slept versus not. I must feel like drunk sometimes. Oh God, the I first had...
0: two hours of my day, I feel like just like a bum. Yeah, I'm like this sucks. Like I'm trying I'm. I'm I know. I'm wearing a smile, and it's a damn good day. <laughs> you turn so, it on, but yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, I need, I need. What am I drinking? Bia. I need something like this to charge me up and some fuel adaptogens. me. Some sort of yeah, adapted mm-hmm. some brain fuel, man. Yep. And just being able to be, you know, have your your nutrition. So let's kind of dive here. What are some of the things that you recommend mm-hmm. to the average entrepreneur to better be more alert, to yeah. have more energy throughout the day and just some basic maybe routines that you got into that mm-hmm. have really changed your overall health that people can implement?
1: Yeah, for me, and I'm sure everyone has heard of Intermittent Fasting um you know we my company have done this for over 18 years before it was a buzzword now but i support my intermittent fast with an aloe based cleanse but whether you're doing that either just fasting or with the cleanse i think and i've worked with so many people that it not only helps you know with your health with fat loss things like that but for me i'm able to have way more energy if i go to bed sleep fast until like noon the next day. For me, I hit my aloe-based cleanse of vitamins and minerals in the morning, drink tons of water. Um, I feel like I am just so much um, faster. I'm better with just my weight. Everything is better when I fast. It's also for a lot of us entrepreneurs, we travel a lot. We're going to conferences, doing all those things. It's way easier when I'm on the road, when I'm in a hotel, things like that. So intermittent fasting for sure. Um, you know, I do hit coffee. I love Let yeah, me get a hit real l- l- quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I'm like a drug dealer. <laughs> but no, I love I love my coffee. Uh I love um mct oil mm. um you know bulletproof as well uh I, organic coffee is huge for me do you ever do yeah. extended fasts mm-hmm. can you yeah. talk like wh- what have
0: those been those benefits
1: yeah so i'll do a full day cleanse it's all cellular through urination again you're getting tons of vitamins and minerals through aloe i'll do adaptogens which we're drinking some right now okay Um, and that just works with your central nervous system to help brain function. So I do a one day cleanse and it actually raises your human growth hormone quite a bit. And then the most I'll ever do is a two day deep cleanse. The second day it goes 80% deeper into your fat cells. And there you notice a huge difference because your digestive system is finally getting a chance to rest. You notice a huge difference in your skin and, in all of it just kind of giving everything a rest. Mm. Um, and you, I mean, from cutting weight to you know the inflammation because a lot of us even if we are eating clean we're inflamed yeah most of us are walking around inflamed and so the two-day cleanse have been huge nothing more than that though because we don't want to start compromising and eating your muscle but the two-day one to two-day cleanses are are massive i'll do that before an event even speaking I don't eat at all before i speak i like to be light on my feet i like to think clear so i'm just feeling my body with adaptogens and things like that to just you know help
0: yeah i can relate so heavily to that i went through a pretty extended period of, of terrible health like the worst health of my life and i had cybo small intestinal bacteria overgrowth which if people aren't familiar with cybo it's like ibs on crack yeah. it's like really intense oh ibs God. Uh, and basically it's just like what you said, you know, I was eating super healthy, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I almost had like, you know, prehistoric levels of, of buildup in my gut so that, you know, I was digesting food on Monday, but I wasn't cycling out the food until the next Friday. Right. Oh my and what happens there is that so much bad stuff happens when your gut is compromised, your skin breaks out, you lose weight, you go insane, you get headaches, you get all these different things happen and then other ripple effects happen that you would have no idea working. Like if your gut's not working properly, So much other stuff built on it. So what ultimately healed me or at least got me on the right path was an elemental diet, Hmm. which is basically two weeks of drinking the same type of, it's like a powdered shake every day for two weeks. So it's originally developed by astronauts. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you just add a little bit of it to some water. I use the physician's elemental diet and you just live off of this drink and it gets absorbed in the first two feet of your intestines and your intestines are say 20 feet long. So it allows all of that other 18 feet or so of just crud in your small intestine to just die. Yeah. You don't give it any fuel. And then when you have that reset, like I remember when I finally like cleared my gut out, it was mm. like, hello, how are you? I was like ready to try out for a musical. The grass <laughs> is
1: greener. You, it's like everything is brighter. You can even see differently. Crazy. That's so cool. I mean, our health is so interesting and exciting. I know. Which is
0: why I'm like, just, I I love listening to you and and talking Mm -hmm. about this. Do you meditate? Oh, yes. What's your routine like?
1: Yeah. You know, I love at least five to 10 minutes in the morning. I, it's interesting. So I I meditate. Okay. But I, so I'm receiving, receiving information from God. This is what I believe. Mm. And, and then I pray, which is asking. So I I have a balance of both, five, 10 minutes of each. And then for me, I like to listen to worship music. Okay. And that is, and everyone is different how they connect, but that is how I connect with our creator of the universe. Um, And I feel like I just get downloaded with information Um, and, and that's really when I just feel most powerful and alive. So I have a whole routine in the morning, whether I'm here in Santa Monica, California, or I'm across the world, that is my secret weapon. So again, meditating five to 10 minutes, nothing long. Um, but you know, just shut your eyes, deep breaths, deep breaths. Yeah. And, And, you know, sometimes I'm sitting up Indian style. Sometimes I literally go and sit right by the water, like put my feet in, you know, um, so it just, it just depends on where I am. Sometimes there's a laying down, stretching on a yoga mat. Um, but then praying is huge for me. And then, and then the music part. And again, it, this doesn't take forever. Like it's maximum 20 minutes mm. cause anything longer, like for me, it's, it's not going to happen then. So a little <laughs> bit, you know, every day. And then I just stay connected and that I just feel like sets the whole tone And, you know, it gives me the confidence I need to have to do what I need to do. And, um, like even before the first time you heard me talk at GoPro, the whole time backstage, I wasn't talking to anyone. I was in the corner listening to worship music, connecting, channeling. And then when I go on stage, I typically always leave my body. I don't know what happens. And that has... I knew I saw wings. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, I just ask God to just do what, do it for the people. Like whatever is just take control of me. And, and I just try to not let it be about me. And that takes days and days and days of connection and discipline. And, uh, but it's just so important, you know, and I feel like that, you know, people always say, what's your secret? Are you so confident? It's. It's because I'm connected to the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm so confident. Damn. Yeah.
0: Tesla can never compete with that. (laughs) I just listened to the Tesla episode. I mean, uh, the the second Elon Musk recording. So did I. How sick was that?
1: Oh my gosh. It was, I mean, a little over my head at times and I was laughing watching, you know, obviously the interview. So
0: what's your thoughts? Would you get the Neuralink? Yeah dope there's Dude, two types of people I those be that are on gonna get it edge. <laughs> i love that I yeah you gotta let the pup in
1: yeah my dog is like out here jealous that we're together and he's by himself okay i, I would be too <laughs> <laughs> he's wiser yeah. than he looks
0: um but yeah no it's it's interesting about just how technology is improving so quick and it gets back to this or ring and how we're just really quickly becoming these cyborgs right and like you know, our phone is an extension of us. And it's like finding that balance between mm-hmm. digital safety and and being productive. I yeah. think that's probably the hardest thing for everybody, yeah. right?
1: Everyone. And I have found when I'm on it too much, that's when I'm not creative because you're obviously consuming, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, my Pastor Owen McManus, like he pushes creativity. I mean, living here in Hollywood, it's like we're in the land of creatives, right? But he pushes it and pushes it and put and he has been one that's really just helped me continue to evolve and be creative. And I just try as much as possible to just put the phone away and be in nature and be with my own thoughts. And that's when we create and that's when we become innovative. I find it's miserable when we're on our phones all the time, copying each other, not connecting to, to God or the universe and not getting downloads, mm. you know, to yeah. make that difference. And so it's like whether it's a Sunday afternoon or just throughout the day, just to put it away. It's so vital. you If you, so you want to be different, that's what I'll say. If you want to be different, you got to put your phone away. Otherwise, you're going to be just like everybody else. You're going to be a copycat.
0: That's a cool way of looking at it.
1: That's how I look at and, it. Yeah. Yo, you want to stand out? Put it away. Yep.
0: It's interesting. Uh, my friend, Sky Cohen, she's like, uh, she has this channel called Sky Life and she, it's just a health and wellness based channel. And she connected me with this uh, a gentleman that owns a company called Brick. Okay. And they have these events that are phone free events. So you so... pay money to go to an event without your phone. You go and you put your phone in a cubby and for like seven, eight hours, you meet a bunch of strangers and you don't have your phone. And it's like a trippy experience. Oh, I bet. Because it's like, you'll make a friend. Like, I'm, I'm a super social human. I'm yeah. like, what up, what up? How's it going? You know, damn good and then you make a friend. You're like, all right, what's your number? Ooh, yeah. what, what do we do? Right. How do we do
1: this? Right. Or it's like this awkward pause. And you're like, that's usually when you'd go for the phone and like pretend you're looking at Instagram or something. And then you're like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, what do you do?
0: But it's at the same time an Instagram story giving that behind the scenes, letting people into your life. It's so crucial to building your brand. Mm-hmm. So where do you marry that I'm building an influencer-like brand while still enjoying my own life and mm-hmm. not just making it for other people?
1: Yeah, it's it's all the balance, right? So typically, I don't start phone calls. I don't start talking to people until 11 a.m. Now, I do it that way because I'm a night owl. I work better at night. I tried to force myself. There was one time where I was like, "Oh, everybody's joining the 5 a.m. club, so I must do that to be successful." That did not work for me. I I come alive in the night, you know. So in the morning, and my my assistant knows this. Like there is no calls. Nothing. That is my time to pray, to work out, to to create, and then I'll start jamming at 11. And that's when I start taking content. And and a lot of times throughout the day, like I'll just save it on my phone and then just upload it later in one lump sum. So that way I'm at the dinner. That way I'm present. You know, I'll just take it quick, save it, and then, you know, get it all in. Um, So that's what I do a lot of times is I'll shoot content in a condensed amount of time and then I'll just upload it later, if that makes sense. Um, But I had to find that balance You know, because again, it's hard to be creative. It's hard to think clearly Mm. if you're on the phone all the time. So just having my morning time as my time for myself as a leader of a huge company and organization. I mean, your day can get hijacked in five minutes. Right. You know, sometimes I wake up with 20, 30 text messages, you know, so it's like if I go straight to the phone, then I'm going to lose myself and other people's agendas real quick. So I have just found by, by monitoring that, I mean, it's so key and not jumping, you know, right on my phone right away.
0: Right. I feel like I hit a point in my life and I'm sure you hit this well well before me, but to the point where you have to come to the conclusion that you just can't help everybody, Mm. that your time becomes too valuable. And that's tough with MLM and direct sales because, you know. Everybody on your team is, is a part of the fam. You know, we'll sell the homies. We got, we're down to help y'all, right? But it's like, you got to be able to identify the leadership mm. traits in people. And that's why I love, love, love the intersection between direct sales and traditional startups. Mm-hmm. Because direct sales leaders and network marketing leaders are some of the best leaders that i've yeah. ever met inside companies there's yeah. so many companies that could benefit off of somebody who crushes it in mlm totally. to run their startup 100 percent. but now there's benefits in both right one thing i don't like about network marketing is that it's almost like there's and, and again i'm in direct sales i like it's one of my loves but mm-hmm. i just it's you have to be almost very public and very, you know, you have to grow into somebody that people can kind of envy, right? You got to mm-hmm. walk the walk, you know? You can't be this hidden person in the background, right? Right. So there's pros and cons of everything, but who you become in that process is, is really just interesting.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, if you want to grow your income, you have to grow as a person. And, you know, ba- back to what you said about the time thing, I think that's one of the number one things I get asked on, like, social media is, like, how do you decipher who to work with Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh pre-qualifying people for sure and you know really looking at okay who's going to become a leader in the end or is this just me doing something for someone dragging someone along my time is spent with people for a short amount of time who will eventually do this when I'm not around period end of story and I pre-qualify by asking them questions Okay. Do you see yourself doing this when I'm not around? What's your vision? And that's how I have built the organization. Yeah. Because I'm not here to drag people across the finish line and it's exhausting. And I feel like a lot of people in network marketing do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, if you want real residual income, you need to build future leaders. You need to build leaders under you. And eventually they're going to be able to do this when you're not around.
0: Yeah. And if you focus on numbers, you're just going to get crushed. Oh, you're it's just gonna horrible. Get depressed.
1: Or pleasing people. Oh gosh. I've been there. Done that.
0: That's how I lost all my money in our first company in, in Vima. I just like, cause you know, you don't know, right? You're right. young, you're making money. You, you think it always is going to keep coming mm-hmm. and you almost feel like you, you, you have to pay for everything. Right. It's like you're in debt to people. And right. These are just things you, there's only way to learn is by just going through I it. I know. I you know. know. I Mentors ha- can help, right? They can simmer the burn, right? They can like help it, but still at some degree you just got to send it. You yeah. And feel the burn and I grow. Know.
1: I know. Yeah, there was one point early on where I was like, am I a therapist or am I a network marketer? Like, and that can burn people out. I, th- I'm i I'm a outgoing introvert. I'm an empath. And I was like, do these people need like marriage advice? Like, I thought <laughs> I was just trying to help them make some money. <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh my God, I was so over it. I'm like, I, I, I need people that can tie their own shoes. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to drag you.
0: And then a lot of times we can look back. I bet you could look back and say, you see the red flags early on. 100%. The red flag search. It's even like in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You're like gotta look for them red flags right away. Oh, and sometimes you might be too smitten to be looking at your yourself. Uh, you know,
1: no, you need to like step back and then and then take inventory. And so right. that's what I try to do in my businesses now. And like every quarter, like step back, take inventory. What am I doing well? What am I not doing well? What could I change? Like just constantly taking inventory and adjusting and course correcting is huge. Otherwise you get in it and you're building it and you don't, you don't see, you don't see what you're missing. You don't see what maybe you're doing wrong or your time. Isn't being effectively used. It's huge.
0: Let's think about what goes on in your brain when people aren't around. So like where, so you're here, right? You're, you're here. You know, you got these, I'm fant- here. you got some I'm great, here. <laughs> great, great, great <laughs> flowers. And depending on who you're asking, this all might be a simulation, right? <laughs> But where does your head wander when you're just killing time, when you're just like, you know, when you find Instagram and you're like looking at a certain, Mm -hmm. for me, it's like coral reef fish tanks. Okay. I I go deep down the rabbit hole. Like I, I got big dreams and big plans for some big tanks over here. Right. You know, it's different, like, raw animals, something that I, like, I want to own an ocelot one day, oh or a lynx, like, I really, the... really, really want to Dude, happen. that's sick. What are some things to you that just, like, inspire you, and just, like, where you you can see yourself in the future, like, mm. growing? I know you're launching this super good brand, and I gotta say, you are one of the hype queens over here. <laughs> Look at that. You're just a straight masterminding. I'm like, I thought I was going to walk in here into, like, an episode of Minions, and there's just going to be a thousand little people running around, just what? like... <laughs> Cause you're just like, you got this, you're able to get so much done in a short period of
1: time. It's amazing. Thank you. Well, where does my mind go? Um, I love art. I love architecture. I love museums. I love Vogue. I love style. I love like looking at things and abstracting things. And I love being creative and I wish I could say that I just sit and think about nothing and I'm just gold, but my mind is always, I mean, if you were in here, you would get real exhausted real fast. I mean, I'm always thinking, how can I get better? What's an idea? How can I make people look at this differently? Um, and for me it's like why I'm starting my new brand and my new websites. Cause there's just so much that I need to create to get out there to help people it's, it, it's this constant thing that through my evolution, it's like, I know the answer to that. I've been, I've been through that. I know how to help you with that. And so now it's like, it's finally a spot where I can have it all in one, one stop. You go, you learn about it, go get better, go get 1% better. Oh, there it you is, know? that's your line. That is my line. Get but- 1% better every single day, because that's all of, all I've ever done, is just try to get a little bit better every day. And then you look back, and it's a decade later, and you're like, holy moly. That's so true. You know? And so, yeah, my mind goes everywhere. I'm constantly thinking about, okay, what's a recipe I could make that's really healthy, that could people get excited about? What's something I've learned that maybe I need to share with people it's a good experience but it was really painful that would be awesome I I need to write that down and so like the notes section in my phone there's thousands of notes of things I've thought about of lessons I've learned of experiences I've had and whether it's this conversation what I learned from this conversation or insights and whether I go to dinner with people here in LA and like their brains are like on a whole different level. And then I get in the car and I have to write it all down because I've learned so much in a couple hour dinner, you know, and it, there's just, it's like, I'm always going always, 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 always. How can I make, you know, the, the new entrepreneur, how can I make her feel or him feel more confident and teach them about their frequency and how can I help them gain more confidence or, I mean it's like all day long.
0: Yeah, what's your <laughs> what's your love language?
1: Um all of them. No. <laughs> I would say uh, words of affirmation maybe.
0: Words of affirmation? Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, or time or touch. See, I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: a chameleon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or or time. Time? I, yeah, yeah. Quality time.
0: It's so interesting that if you can identify somebody's love language, just like your ability to lead them, to work with Mm -hmm. them, all those things are so crucial. Oh,
1: huge. Yeah. I try to do that with business partners, you know, my A players. It's like trying to figure out, you know, they hit a rank. Maybe they don't want a Louis Vuitton big, they literally want a day with me. And that would mean so much to them. They could care less about a gift, mm. but they want quality time, right? It's just, it's so important. Or certain people, they need to be affirmed constantly. They need recognition where I'll just build it in the dark, <laughs> you know, like I'll just you go. But some people really need to be recognized. And so identifying that in business is or relationships is so huge.
0: Yeah. And getting rid of that ego and it's still so hard. And that's one thing that's tough about MLMers is people get the biggest heads. Oh my God. Uh, to the point where Stop. you can't hang out with them. Right. It's like, you know, I can't, <laughs> I, mm-mm. which is okay. I mean, Hey, all the power to you, but it's just like at the end of the day, I, I love the line. I think my dad told me this once. He's just like, you could have the best steak or the worst steak. It all depends on who you're eating it with
1: amen you know that is so and true. that's what i
0: liked what you said like you can you get along with the you know every different human of society yeah. the the mega wealthy to oh, the poorest yeah. poor like humans are human and human connection she, is so important that's and all powerful. there is
1: and you can always learn something from everyone yeah and the minute you think you're above someone that that's trouble that's danger that's, yeah, ab- that's absolute danger and in network marketing specifically you would not be who you are without your team. It's like, yeah, you may have built out whatever it is, a couple legs to, you know, but there is people that have helped you get to where you are, you know, whether they're directing your business or mentors or whatever, you're never above anyone else ever. You know, you may be monetarily, you know, you may be make part of the 1%, but I never compare myself to people like that. I mean, like you said, like people are beautiful, they're human. And, and that's something I've seen early in my career. I watched people treat people like shit because they made money and this person didn't. And suddenly they couldn't sit with those people. Or I've watched people at events that are like, I'm so tired. I don't want to take another picture with someone. And I'm just like, for me, like they're why I do what I do Mm. that I'm like, this to me is like, life talking to someone that you can impact and I just pray every day to keep being used to make an impact I don't ever want to get to that place where I'm too cool for somebody else like then then this is all wrong this is you got you got a big heart you got a lot of love (laughs) well it's all wrong if that's I mean you have full permission to come over here and you know shake me up if I ever get like that because that's not (laughs) <laughs> what this life is for
0: yeah i mean just good people meeting good people yeah. right and it's yeah. great obviously there's a certain level of vetting with humans and mm-hmm. you know there's times for in places for everything right for sure we can't be having some crazies going on but no. at the same time i guess it just comes with time right on mm-hmm. this journey of happiness mm-hmm. that we're trying to achieve i feel like you're gonna ha- you should have a podcast no because yeah, i feel like mm-hmm. you have a lot to say and you know yeah. ha- you know amazing humans and and you're really good at just like on like getting people to be real because you come at people as very authentic, genuine and real. Like I, I thought about that the second I met you, you're so open. You're so into receiving and and getting to know people.
1: Right. And that's
0: a quality and that's a skill that, that you don't even realize you probably have. I mean, you clearly do. I mean, you you got, it's got you where you're at, but
1: I commend that. Oh, thank you. I don't know how else to be. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just keep, when you keep it real all the time, it, you don't need to pretend. It's so effortless. Right. You just kind of remove the mask, right? Remove the mask. There it mm-hmm. is. We got to remove that oh. mask. We're hiding behind it yeah. too much. And I think I, when I, whenever it was, I don't know when I realized that, but removing the mask, it's like you, it, you either like me or you don't. Right. Like this is who I am. I'm not going to conform to try to get you to like me more or whatever. It's just it, life is too short for that.
0: So, can we get a sneak peek of what It's Emily's all about?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was
0: like a half, yeah, half, no.
1: Yeah, you can. Can I tell you like a little bit of how it came to be?
0: Yeah, but I feel like before you tell me, we almost need footage of you like running through the bioluminescence (laughs) Venice water. Yes. And it's like, it's Emily, she comes out of the blue. So sick. So sick.
1: I mean, come on.
0: It's like fake. It's so cool like yeah i mean we're getting this red algae all over our ish but that's straight <laughs> avatar oh right? my like, gosh. let's
1: do it yeah well it's emily okay um shout out shout out started during the quarantine literally it's the first time in a long time that i've had time to just create and and really put my heart into something because otherwise i've been you know how it is with energy, you're on the plane, you're off the plane, you're at this event, you're at this news station. I needed time to birth this thing. But I will tell you, it was in November where I took a three-day holy bender, I call it, and was in Hollywood, and I went to one of my mentors, Erwin McManus had like a three-day event for Mosaic where I go to church, they don't even call it a church, but it's a church, okay? So I went to this event, and I took three days away from my phone just to connect with the Spirit. And it was in that event where I, and no one knows this whole thing. You're the first one telling this, to. I started just to cry and cry and cry. All this stuff come out of me. I was like, what is going on with me? And I was with my girlfriend, and I was like, dude, I don't know what is up. Like, this is... And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know either. I'm like, let's just keep with the holy bender. Let's just keep doing it. So the next day, I was like, just connecting. And I had this moment where I was like, again, you're playing small. You're not giving it all away. You're not doing what you could do. I had this just, it was just like a slap in the face. And so in that moment, I was like, use me, just use me however you want to use me and I will make an impact and I will be obedient and I'll do whatever it is you want me to do with my life. And I just surrendered. So the event was done and I'm not kidding, like 48 hours later, stuff started coming up. And I think it's because I was finally open.
0: Like deep, deep stuff, like
1: deep, like traumas. deep and- stuff, trauma, things, creativity, like unleashed super creative stuff, like thoughts that I was having that I wanted to share, even just um, opportunities. Uh, First time to be on like um, a huge news station in LA. Like, when does that happen? I don't know how random is that? Is that random, is that not random? And I was like, it was the moment I said, I'm ready to give at a higher level. I'm finally ready. And that's when I grabbed a piece of paper, I got home, And I started writing out this website and how I wanted to connect with people and I really started to take inventory of the questions I get from people and it for me it's not just women I I work and talk to a lot of men as well like I would say 40 percent is guys so I'm like I can't okay how can I serve them as well and it's not guys like trying to hit on me or connect in that it's like genuine like equal energy exchange partnerships. They want to learn from me. I want to learn from them. And I'm like, how can I serve all these people? And I was like, okay, I'm going to come up with this website where it's different categories. Cause I am, I got a lot of things going on from style to beauty, to nutrition, to business, to leadership, to network marketing, to mindset, to spiritual, like it's a lot. And so I have this website that I'm creating that's, it's essentially a blog website. Like this interview will be on there in the business category right but all things it's emily from my speaking to creating different talks so shortly after that event that at at my church that's when i uh, wrote my gopro talk how to raise your frequency how to get out of a slump in life like that was all from just being creative and just being silent and just listening and listening and so all of this stuff is going into one site where people can go, whether they want to learn about nutrition, whether they want to learn about how to raise raise their frequency, whether they just want to go binge on YouTube or see who I'm connected to, or maybe they're more into style; they want to up their style game, um, you know. So that so it's all you got some style, yeah. It's all coming together, and it, it's just going to be an outlet for me to serve and see where it takes me, and do interviews and write different talks and
0: and that's a commitment I mean by making this website you're making a commitment to your audience like hey Dude. I'm building this house and we're gonna be having plenty of parties in the I know. form of posts I know
1: <laughs> did you feel that way when you started your podcast like holy crap well when I first
0: got into podcasting my only objective was you know how they say like I wanted to be an online marketer right but you know how you have to niche out yeah you got to pick a niche yeah commit to it stick with it I'm into so many different things. You know, we live in a squirrel economy. You know, I like like so many different things, you know, conservation, you know, network marketing, traditional startups, like boom, boom, boom. So I thought, what if I created a platform where I could offer an equal value exchange to be able to deliver, uh, to use as a vehicle to to talk to incredible humans that are doing Mm. successful things in the meantime, develop relationships with those people and, and share with an audience and build and curate an audience. And yeah. what happened was just so much more. Like if so you go cool. into something not expecting anything, you get so much more. It's yeah. insane.
1: Yeah. It, you know? it is so true. And you don't limit yourself. And you're just like open. I feel like that's how this whole process is for me right now. Like people are like, what are you going to charge? How much does it cost? And I'm like, I haven't even... That It's not even it's not even a part of it right now, like at all. It's literally a platform to serve and I'll see what happens. And it's like, I feel like when you're free, throw, free flowing, you're not as forced.
0: And it'll happen. Yeah. The opportunities will flow. If right. you're delivering value, yeah. you win. Right. And then consistency is the play.
1: Yeah. We, Which I love consistency. That's how I've built this whole thing. I so. like to, I like to, I talk about
0: <laughs> the kapok tree all the time. It's been growing. Do you know what a kapok tree is? No. A kapok tree is the biggest tree in the Amazon rainforest. Okay. Absolute epic tree. You would think a kapok tree is in the Venice waters because of the lights that's going on. But basically the idea here is like your business and your network in your life is like building a tree. Mm. You know, you've always heard this phrase, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. The best time to plant a seed was (laughs) yesterday. You know, it's like (laughs) that type of thing. It's like when you first start your whole business and your brand, like you're only going to be able to bring on d level animals and mm. marsupials and lizards and right. all different type of networkers and then when you're consistent for a year uh-huh. and you've stood the test of time you're going to be getting some seers are going to be coming around. they're going to be like what up yeah another 3 years go by and you're consistent with your network oh marketing gosh, business so and you're true. consistent with it you're bringing on <laughs> some straight i don't know some yeah. gorillas are coming in they're <laughs> like i love this tree <laughs> And then maybe if you're consistent for a decade, you get Mm -hmm. to where you're at in your business or you get to be able to have a platform where you can effortlessly connect with eight players, Mm -hmm. straight Eagles. Yeah. Because they don't, they've been around the block long enough to know that they ain't going to F with you unless there's some mutual something. A hundred percent.
1: It's interesting, you know, it is, it is. And it always pains me when I see someone with massive potential and they just quit before it gets good. You know, like they, they were on the, the trajectory of getting better. And then they just, for whatever reason, they just stop, they stop pursuing their dreams and they listen to everybody else's opinions and they just kind of go back into their little life. And it's like all that potential is just like,
0: but I feel like almost when you've been stung, like a part of you will always be wondering what if
1: a hundred percent you, you, you get the bug. Yeah. Once it's in you Once the entrepreneur bug is in you Or network marketing It's real hard to get it out It's like once you learn How to create wealth Once you learn freedom, leveraged income All that, it's like You're like unhirable
0: So true and like I saw in, in our first business, Vima, which we talk about. If you yeah. guys haven't saw episode eight of the podcast, still the most I'm popular episode. To watch it. Shout out Listen. BK Barako. Yes. You are a legend. Yes, I'm biased, but you know what? We no, he here, is a legend. He's he a is. legend. He's fantastic. Yeah. Great person. Um, But the whole idea here is that there are so many people that got started with that business at a young age. I mean, we're talking like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And a lot of them didn't continue direct sales, mm-hmm. but... They went on to build multiple six, seven figure companies, solar, uh, huge consulting firms, software as a service platforms. I mean, getting a taste of just like thinking that you can do something like being able to Mm. be told you could do something, it changes you as a person. It It changes changes you fundamentally. Like once you get the bug and you're like, oh, if I tell one person and they tell 10 people and tell them people yeah. tell 10 people, huh, I could yeah. have a business of a thousand people. And right. And you're like, or it like links some neurons in your brain and you're I like, know. oh, if I start It's Emily, next thing you know, I'm putting out fashion, I'm putting out vlog, I'm putting out Vogue. The next yeah. thing you know, it's like you got Vogue hitting you up like, hey, what's up? That's the vision. We're <laughs> looking for a new editor and you're like, listen. I ain't got time for you. I got my own ish, You know, it's just like, (laughs) it just grows. It's just
1: just interesting. Yeah, it is. You just put people in that environment. I have come across so many guys, so many people that got a start in Vima that they're like, well, you know, back in the day I did this. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And now they're doing epic things. And sometimes you just need to be around people that think differently, that believe in you and, and to learn networking and it's just so powerful
0: yeah the people it's not I don't even mean like it's not what you know it's who you know, but it's yeah. like I I don't like the whole phrase fake it fake it till you make it, Freak it fake yeah, it till you yeah. it till you make it be it till you become yeah. it you know it's yeah. just like once you realize that all of that's like possible it's like right. so sick I mean, I recently launched this thing called Network Podcasting, so it's basically you know an online course and community for people learning podcasting. Oh, sick! And I haven't really monetized say, this podcast much besides just like gangster merch. You know, what I'm saying all mm-hmm. about that merch. Oh yeah, uh, but you don't make money on merch. Merch is about tribe, right? You know, building totally. The tribe, totally, totally. But like, you know, when you build something and you're not expecting anything from it all of a sudden good things happen mm-hmm. and i was blown away at the the overall positive feedback i got from the students that took it they're like wow like you should have done something like this a long time ago so good and i'm like oh my god what if i tapped into this new world of of teaching and stuff like that at a younger age and yeah. it's like so many people right now are thinking what if i know just I, do it i launched it what if i got started I what if i stuck I with it
1: i know cuz it's like people just don't stick with it they don't we, li- I always say we live in a microwave society, right? You want it now and over time, like it takes practice. It takes the hours, the 10,000 hours, Malcolm Gladwell, right? Just doing it and doing it over and over again. And then suddenly you become an expert. So you literally have a program to help people create a podcast. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I might have to do it.
0: <laughs> like network marketing, but network podcasting. That's, That's the so play. dope. First of all, this drink's got me all hypey. Dude, I'm like, it's adaptogens. All right, I'm like, oh, like, what's up?
1: Yeah, watch out. You're going to be, it's like, what else do you need to do today? Turn on the, give us a beat. Yeah. We're about to drop <laughs> it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, it's it's just cool. And I'm really excited about where you're taking this and where you're bringing this mm-hmm. brand. And I, I know Thank that you. your potential is is definitely just getting started. I mean, you're so young. You've been through such a depth of experiences. Most people are just even thinking about getting involved into right. the idea of, running and operating because typically in in corporate america or a typical job Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with any of it because if you're going to run a company guess what you're going to all sudden be sort of working in corporate america that's kind of how the world works
1: totally so don't
0: make fun of people that work a nine to five that's the silliest thing you can do stupid because if you own a business, you're going to be hustling like you never believed. Oh, you're
1: going to work way more than the 9 to 5. Yeah, like yeah. 24-7. Right. But it's like you
0: could go through that path and go through the, the stages or you yeah. just do what you're doing and give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Seriously.
0: If you could go back in time and talk to that that girl that was probably like six, 16, 17, you said you, were in, in a, you had a, an abusive type of family issue thing going on when you were mm-hmm. younger and you could mm-hmm. go back and, and talk to her and say you know one two or or three things the lessons Mm. that would have saved you a ton of time money headache maybe maybe a little bit of heartache yeah and just for the sake of it you know a great answer is i wouldn't have changed anything right but Mm -hmm. if you could what would you say
1: yeah that's so powerful I, i so much i think experience is truly the best teacher and i experienced a lot in a short amount of time that has allowed me to really connect to other people uh, on a different level that if I was raised in this perfect circumstance without having to work hard I I can't say I would have the same connection to people as I do today I would say that Um, but if I had to change anything I would have turned to my faith a lot sooner like it was always there I just pushed it away for a really long time and then I was like looking for validation and all, and love in all the wrong places in my early teens, um, for sure. Like, just trying to get acceptance from men or, you know, things like that. And and so I would say turning to my faith a lot sooner is something I would have really done. Um, but early in my career... powerful. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. We're always looking for things in the wrong places, which... I believe that it's, it's all you, you got it. If you would just connect, you know, with your creator, like it's, it's here, it's, it's in you. It's just a matter of you connecting and accessing it. Right. And, and then you feel that fulfillment that you're trying to fill the void in other things, whether it's relationships, whether it's alcohol, smoking, you know, we all are looking for something to fulfill something. So I would say that, um, gosh, but what would I change?
0: That's so interesting. You mentioned the whole fulfillment thing because yeah. it's like that's like the number one thing that stops relationships is mm-hmm. like trying to change the other person and not just focus oh, on God. yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, bada
1: boom, Jumanji.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here it is. It's like every time, right? <laughs> Here we go again. Here
1: we go again. Um, what else would I change?
0: It's Emily earlier.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> that. I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, that's that's good stuff though. It's just getting a foundation, something to lean on, you know, mm-hmm. something that makes you more of who you are, which yeah. is a platform and empowering yourself with a platform. Yeah. And like I like the fact that you're doing the blog deal because it empowers you. If you're gonna start a podcast, it empowers you. Oh yeah. Your ass is on the line all of a sudden. Sure. If you ain't putting out new episodes, your audience is listening. If you're not putting out new blog posts, your audience is gonna be upset. Right. So it's like you're basically making a commitment to your people, mm-hmm. like, look, I'm gonna do this for you mm-hmm. and you're gonna hold me accountable for and, sure. and by doing it, we're gonna achieve some badass things. Yes
1: absolutely. There it is. I know. That's the recipe.
0: Yes. So for anybody, I know we got to sort of wrap this up because you're one busy human rolling (laughs) around. We got the whole crew here, you know, always making it. If there was one thing that you could say to somebody that's right on the cusp of getting into entrepreneurship for the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they've heard negative things from four or five, 10 of their friends, family, whatever. And, but part of them is just like, they want to do it they want to start the business Mm -hmm. they want to build the company they want to start the llc Mm -hmm. they want to join the mlm they want to yeah put something out online they want to build a blog what would you say to that person that's Mm -hmm. right on the cusp yeah
1: i'd say follow the call follow the call on your life there's a reason why you think about it in the morning you think about it when your head hits the pillow you think about it in the quiet times if you can't stop thinking about it you have to do it life is so short and even if it doesn't work out, you're better for trying it. You're going to be so better off pursuing it and more fulfilled. And I would say find someone who has done what you want to do and go to work for them, model them, take their course. I don't know, try to get in proximity to them. Like just do it, find someone and realize that your dream is your dream alone and other people in your direct life are not going to be like all into it cause it's not their dream and there's nothing wrong with that. I think in the beginning I was like, why isn't everyone on board? They're all <laughs> against me. And it wasn't, they weren't against me. It was, it was that it, it's not their dream. So, and, and sometimes I think entrepreneurs and people on Instagram are like talking about the haters and I'm like, Really, there's not as many haters as you think. It's just not that person's dream. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. But if it's your dream and it's on your heart and it's your call, you better do it. You better do it. Because you don't want to live this life in regret. You don't. And right now, I'm fighting time. Like, I'm trying to get as much done. I'm, I'm moving as fast as I can because there's so much to do. And I'm always asking myself, can, can we get more hours? Can we get more time? Like that that's like my mindset right now. I'm just trying to do what I can with the time we have to make the biggest impact. and I'm against myself. Like really, it's me against me at this point, and it's you against you. And you're the only person stopping yourself. So just go for it. That's what I would say. <sighs>
0: Chop it right there. There it is. There that's it a wrap. Here Hoop we are. Who that is? Ooh.
1: <laughs> there it is not their dream man
0: i wish someone told me that in I, the know. Beginning. I know i was like ooh, that was chills i appreciate your time again Thank i you. can't wait for your future podcast uh, to come out oh. because in general i need more emily in my life Thank i you. appreciate your time here appreciate this you. is awesome for everybody that's reaching out how
1: can people find you it's emily on instagram it's emily.com so
0: that's a freaking Badass, by the way, Let's go. Instagram fine. so easy. That must have been like tough to get. Uh, yeah, was it you, just open? No, it was oh, not no. just open. Oh, yeah. Ooh, she, <laughs> she dropped the <a> wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next time.
1: Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time. Peace.